thanks for checking out this message from Springmount Church. For more information about us and what we do, visit our website, springmount.church. Why not check out all the different groups that run throughout each week in Barrow and on Walney? And join us every Sunday from 11am at Salt House Pavilion in Barrow Infernos. If you would like us as a church to pray for you, please email prayer at springmount.church or sign up on our website for monthly news straight to your inbox. Well, good morning everyone. I'd just like to know, was anyone afraid coming to church this morning, apart from me? (laughs) Did anybody think that they might have been followed? Does anybody hide their Bible? Well, I I want to tell you about the work of Open Doors. And actually this morning, just as we were having communion and we think about, you know, taking the, the, the bread, being the body of Christ, and I was thinking about all the people in here who are from different different countries. And and we're part of such an amazing the church, yes, it's good to focus on the church here, but the church is so big. God's body is worldwide. So I want to tell you about Open Doors, um, which is an organization working um, to help people who suffer persecution. Um, For a number of years, uh, there's been various people um, who've met on a Tuesday evening to pray. Uh, At the moment, it's, it's largely Helen and Lawrence when he can come, Peter and Donna, Shirley, Karen Parker and Sandra Folds. Um, Sorry, I'm a bit shaky. Um, So we meet to pray, and and our focus has been initially on open doors and the work um, to help the persecuted church. Um, And we've been saying for a while that it would be really good to, to tell you all about it so that you can all be involved and that you can join with us and together we can pray for people who are being persecuted. And so it's Karen's fault from last week because she said, stop faffing about. And we thought, well, we've got to stop faffing about. So this isn't quite the way that we were going to introduce it. But anyway, I'm here. Um, And it's actually quite appropriate to be this Sunday because last Wednesday, um, Open Doors launched the World Watch list in Parliament. uh, And there were 98 MPs who attended. So, let me explain. For those who haven't heard about Open Doors, it was founded in 1955 by a man called Andrew Vanderbilt, I think that, a Dutchman, more widely known as Brother Andrew. He's written a number of books, but his most well-known is called God's Smuggler, where he tells how he used to take Bibles into the Soviet-controlled countries when it was difficult to obtain Bibles in those countries. From those beginnings, the organization known as Open Doors was formed, and it's grown into an international uh, organization to help people in countries where there's persecution against Christians. This is in many ways, and it's not just taking Bibles in, but but we still have to take Bibles in because places where people can't buy them. But it's practical aid, it's spiritual support in bereavement and trauma counselling, 
and prayer. And that's just a few of the ways that they help. So what's the World Watch List? So every year, Open Doors publishes a World Watch List, which ranks the countries by the severity of the persecution faced by active Christians. As I said, this was on Wednesday. And it gives a unique depth record of places where Christians are following Jesus no matter what the cost. The research has been gathered and analysed annually since 1993. So broadly, they distinguish between the two main expressions of persecution, of squeeze and smash. Well, smash, that's relatively easy to identify and track because that refers to concrete acts of overt violence against Christians because of their faith. But squeeze is the persecution experienced as pressure in many areas of life. Private life. What freedom does a Christian have to worship and own religious material. It's hard for us to imagine, isn't it, when we've probably got bookshelves full of Christian books. Is conversion to Christianity allowed? Is freedom of thought permitted? In family life, how free are Christians to express their faith within their family? Is it possible to have things like marriages? Funerals that are Christian. In your community life, can Christians live without harassment and discrimination in their local communities? How does their faith affect their education, their employment? In national life, does the government allow Christians to express their faith? Can converts call themselves Christians on official documents? Do the police target Christians? And church life, are Christians allowed to meet together? Can they build churches? And if they can, are they heavily monitored? Are Bibles freely available? So we're gonna hear about top 10 countries from the World Watch list, the places where it's hardest to be Christian. Could praying put you in danger? Could going to church risk your life? Could following Jesus cost you your job, your home, or your family? Around the world today, our Christian brothers and sisters are counting the cost of their life. And these are the ten countries where the price of following Jesus is highest. Number ten, Afghanistan. The Taliban hunts the hidden networks of believers. Suspected Christians can be arrested, interrogated, and even killed. And number nine, Iran. House churches are seen as a threat to national security. Pastor Anu Shaban has started serving a 10-year prison sentence after 30 agents raided his home. Sudan is
is at number eight. In the chaos and conflict of civil war, Christians are especially vulnerable. Believers have been attacked, their property looted, and churches closed. Number seven, Pakistan. Pakistani Christians are seen as second-class citizens. False accusations of blasphemy result in innocent believers facing mob violence. Christian girls continue to be abducted and forced to convert to Islam. Nigeria is at number six. More Christians are killed for their faith in Nigeria than in all the other countries of the world combined. Pastor Zachariah came home one day to find his village attacked and his wife and son murdered by militants. Number five, Yemen. The very small number of Yemeni Christians must worship in secret. House church leader Saleh is only one of the leaders, but despite death threats, he courageously continues to preach. At number four is Eritrea. Christian activities are severely restricted. When Abdullah told people about Jesus, he was sent to prison. The conditions were so terrible that he never came out alive. Libya is number three on the list. Libya considers itself to be a completely Islamic nation. Libyan believers who tell others about Jesus risk arrest and violent opposition. Number two, Somalia. In this highly restrictive Islamic society, even the suspicion of being a Christian is extremely dangerous. Converts who are discovered may instantly pay with their lives. And at number one, North Korea. This remains the most hostile place in the world to be a Christian. Even owning a Bible is illegal. Jiho's father was taken away when security agents discovered his secret book. She never saw him again. Christians are sent to appalling labor camps or simply killed on the spot. challenging viewing isn't it and if you want to see that again or the whole evening from the launch it's available on the Open Doors UK website well let's just pray Lord we just take it for granted that we can come to church, that we can worship you and talk about you openly and freely. And Lord, we thank you that we know that praying to you does make a difference in people's lives and situations. And Lord, we lift up those who are facing persecution because of your name. May they know your presence and the touch of your hand upon their lives. Thank you. Lord, that you love and you cherish your children around the world. 
and they can call to you in every situation. Lord, we pray that even through all this hardship, your name will be glorified and your kingdom increased. I just want to read from 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, strangers in the world, scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ and sprinkling by his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish spoil or fade, kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is already to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. We're reading that and Peter wrote that. Those places at the beginning, those first few verses, they're places in Turkey. And Peter wrote that to people in Turkey hundreds of years ago. And you would think, having seen that earlier video, that people who live in these places wouldn't be very happy. But actually, that isn't the case. And I've got an, we've got another video, hopefully, to be encouraged from another extract from that launch evening, when Dabrina from Iran tells of a lady there. Open your 
so that everyone around them can look at them and say, God is with you. Jesus is with you. There's something different about you. Because I pray the Holy Spirit's presence
Gorsuch prisoner, he runs away and tells his, his accuser his life. He gives his life to Jesus and therefore gets back on track for a second. He heals his life. So these, these are people who, who, who lost their life in the one who came. And then he talked to them two things. And then he says, how can they not get it? I love you. All I have and all that you gave me, how can they not get that? And expect me to shut up. Well, that's one of the things. Yeah, I, I tell her. Amazing. Amazing. So hopefully that's encouraged you. Be encouraged to pray our brothers and sisters all over the world. And I was just thinking the other day that often these countries are mentioned in the news. We hear about them. And so maybe when we hear the names of other countries mentioned, if we can just lift up and say, God, we just pray for your people, the Christians who are in that country. that they will be strengthened in their faith to continue the work for Christ here on earth and not be afraid. And pray for their children that God will encourage them to hold on to him. And if you think that you want to, you can come and join us on a Tuesday evening from 7 till 8. But as the church faces opposition, it grows. And there is hope. Our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus. And I think we are going to sing in a bit a song, because the, when they were practicing, the words were there. You never fail. God, you never fail. And God doesn't leave these people. And if our God is with us, who could ever stop us? We've sung that this morning. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you. Thank you that you never fail. And Lord, as we've heard of others in other parts of the world, just thank you that you're always with us in our situations too. And Lord, help us that we will love you more and that we will be prepared to tell others about you. Lord, we ask, glorify your name in all the earth. Thank you. <laughs>